So we Okay, uh, welcome, and thank you for joining us uh, this afternoon. Um, I'm Richard Restuccia, Vice President of Water Management Solutions, and we've got another episode of the Jane uh, Water Management Training Series. And today I'm particularly excited about this training because uh, it's releasing or it's talking about a new release that uh, I really uh, think only exists in Jane Unity for Water Management. It's something called time restrictions. And the reason this is so important is uh, during times of drought, which we are facing right now, right? And I even question whether or not we call it a drought because it's so much the norm. But um, with this uh, time of drought, we're seeing a lot more uh, municipalities uh, institute water restrictions or times in which you can water. And I believe that if you're just using um, uh, typical or common uh, water management software or a traditional controller, uh, you're not able to really uh, maximize uh, your water use or uh, properly manage your water use uh, without something called uh, time restrictions. And so, you know, we have block days, we have water windows, but with some of the restrictions, you just don't have the ability to water at the times you need to. And, uh, and Jane has changed this all now with uh, something called uh, time restrictions. So today we're going to talk about time restrictions, what they are, where you find them, how you use them, and most importantly, how this makes you a better water manager and how it makes the properties you're managing look better. So taking us on this journey this afternoon is uh, Daniel Martinez. He's our technical sales and training manager at ET Water. Uh, Danny's been around uh, a while now, not just uh, with ET Water, but Danny's been teaching water management and irrigation for a, a long time now, 17 years plus. Uh, he's, uh, if you've seen one of these webinars with uh, Danny on it, you understand what a good instructor he is. Anytime I talk to customers that have interacted with Danny, whether live or over the phone, uh, boy, he always gets stellar reviews. Everybody loves it when he works with them. And the thing that I really appreciate about Danny is he has been a lifelong water conservationist. He has lived and breathed water conservation his entire life. This isn't something he's doing because it's a job. He found this job because it's really his belief. And uh, that that's the best type of people to work with. So Danny, welcome. Thanks for joining us today. Richard, thank you very much. Thanks for having me. Yeah, so gosh, we're uh, July 23rd. We keep on hearing about these heat domes and uh, we're certainly getting hot weather in California, both uh, uh, north and south, uh, where, where you spend a lot of your time in Southern California in the West. Uh, how's the summer going for uh, all our water managers? Uh, going pretty well. Um, there are a lot of customers really enjoying the new Jane Unity and the simplicity of it, uh, the crisp, clean look of it, and uh, just getting more and more excited every time I talk to a customer about it. They like what they're seeing and, and uh, all the, a lot of positive feedback regarding Genuity right now. Yeah, well, that's great to hear because uh, there are a lot of great uh, features in it. And, um, you know, one of my favorite features about Jane Unity is that you can set it up so that it will just water at the time of the day in which ET is the lowest. Right. And uh, I love that feature because uh, you're going to get the most out of your water when you're watering at the lowest time. The challenge with this is um, you don't always as a water manager have the opportunity to just water when you want to, right? Un unfortunately, uh, you know, HOAs have uh, uh, different events going on. You have mow days, you've got uh, water issues, maybe at resorts, they want the water down first thing in the morning. 
um, and a lot of other time requirements. You know, we were talking about sports fields the other day, right? Uh, the coaches want to have a dry practice. So there's a lot to manage. So you can't just always water when you want to water or when ET is the lowest. So uh, uh, that's what makes this uh, new time restriction so uh, valuable is it really helps you manage that in a way that um, saves you a bunch of time too. So anyway, I, I wanted to ask you first though, um, you know, to get to time restrictions, we have to really understand a few other things first. And the first thing I wanna understand is, you know, uh, what's a block day and how do block days work? So block days is a great feature um, where it prevents watering on a specific day. So when we're talking about Jane Unity, that's a 24 hour period. So if you were to block Friday for today, for instance, it would block from Friday morning. To, so this morning at 12.01 a.m. till 11.59 p.m. tonight, it would prevent water. Yeah, okay. So it just knocks out an entire day of, of time. So um, so that's a block day. And then, uh, so, but what's, uh, what's a water window and how's that different than a block day? So water window, you're actually telling the controller when it can water. So the hours of Normally at night, like you said, uh, the lowest point of ET, you know, we're trying to reduce the amount of evaporation there and allowing those plant root zones to, to consume as much of that possible. Um, so normally our water window is gonna be the hours that you are allowed to water. So for instance, most customers might be running from eight or 10 p.m. till five, 6 a.m. Yeah. at night in the morning. So, oh, and then the other thing I think about Daniel with water windows, I think most uh, controllers or most software, you set the water window once and it, it's fixed. Right, so uh, I know here in San Diego, we've got uh, time restrictions of watering from the San, San Diego water. Uh, you have to be done at 10 a.m. and you can start again after 6 p.m. So um, is, is it easy to set a water window like that? Uh, so water window may be a little trickier for some customers, especially when they're dealing with some restrictions, um, uh, your municipal restrictions. Uh, perhaps you need a little more flexibility or maybe you're not able to uh, block out an entire day or just don't have enough water window, enough hours in your day to fully water, to water your entire landscape. Right, right. And then I think, okay, if I've got a water restriction that um, I can water from six to 10 in the morning, right? And I can't get it all in, uh, but that's my water window. Well, that's not gonna help me. If I block the day, I, then I'm gonna get no water completely and it's gonna happen the next day. And maybe I also have a water window and a, I can only water on odd days or even days. And this is what's gotta just drive water managers crazy, right? Because uh, it, it makes it really hard because you're now programming an entire controller for one specific uh, set of features. So with time restrictions now, uh, and, and I think you're gonna show us this, I hope, um, you can set individual water windows or times to water uh, for each individual zone. Is that right? Absolutely. So your time restrictions uh, feature here uh, is a configurable rule that uh, you can define the down to the minute or hours, um, even weeks or days or months when your controller cannot water. So you can uh, limit hours, um, limit your watering schedule to the hour or even minute rather than blocking out entire day. Yeah. And is it is it set for the whole controller or can I do each individual zone? Uh, it can be done uh, for individual zones. You can select specific zones um, and have numerous restrictions in place and their system would water and create a schedule around that. 
Yeah. So then, so if I'm, so if I want to water drip basically anytime or best time for ET, I can let that happen. I can, uh, I can restrict the times at which I want my sprays to run and uh, I can do this on a by zone basis. Uh, I'm guessing, um, uh, and, and of course, this is a question. Uh, I'm wondering, can you also do uh, use uh, our, our management feature where you uh, apply this over multiple zones, over multiple controllers? Absolutely, Richard. This is definitely one of our, our managed groups features uh, where you can pair group up uh, several controllers, several st our stations, uh, even across multiple sites and uh, implement these uh, restrictions across all of them. Yeah, well, that's awesome, Benny. I think you're going to take us through a little demo right now, right? You're going to show us what uh, what we just talked about. Yes, definitely. Let's uh, jump right into it. So uh, if you joined us before, you are familiar here with our JNUnity dashboard. Uh, and to get to our uh, time restrictions, um, all you have to do is just click on uh, controller and select the site. And you will just scroll down past your uh, seven-day forecasted schedule here, and you'll see the next window here says time restrictions. All you would do is click on add a restriction uh, to create a, a time where your controller cannot water. Um, but before I do that, let's kind of demonstrate real quick uh, block days for reference. So our block day, like we said before, will block the entire day of watering for that uh, individual station, or you can do entire clock, for example. So here I will block that area. So we're not gonna allow the system to water tomorrow. Go ahead and click save. And we will see that none of our stations will water Saturday, um, but we may still see some water up display because it may uh, be showing uh, an overnight water window. So we'll go back to our overview here and our seven day outlook will display a block day for Saturday here. See no watering to uh, station two was excluded there. It's on an establishment schedule, so it will continue watering. But you'll see here the entire 24 hour period for Saturday is blocked now. Um, and for the most part, that might be okay uh, for customers. Hey, I can handle not running water. But like you said, Richard, you grew up in our, out in Arizona um, and the turf out there, sometimes we get into 115, 120 degrees out there you cannot go uh, a full day or two with, uh, without water. So this is where a time restriction may be a little more handy or more uh, a less restrictive uh, constraint on your watering times. Right, because I could imagine I've got that wedding or that event at the HOA that I've got to block the day for on Saturday. And then uh, Sunday might be a municipal restriction. I can't water that day too. So now I'm looking at three days later when I can finally get some water on my turf. And, uh, and that, that's going to be a problem. Correct, Richard. So uh, especially like your turf, like say your mow day, uh, for example, say Sunday was your mow day and you wanted to block Saturday so it would not water. Uh, with block days, blocking Saturday, um, your controller may still water because our water window is 8 p.m. to 6 a.m. It may still water Sunday morning between midnight and 6 a.m. So it might not work for a mowing application. Right, right. You, you would need to block two days like you said there. Uh, the other thing I want to touch on real quick is our water window. So your water window, you can select uh, the time you want the controller to begin watering and the time you want it to end. And for a controller, that's maybe just a couple of spray head zones. You might have plenty of time to irrigate. Um, and if you just block the day, uh, say Saturday, for example, maybe from midnight to 6 a.m. when Sunday's open, 
uh, you still have enough time to water all your stations. But you can see like this controller that's set up with 48 stations, multiple stations with drip and uh, spray head rotors. Um, if we were to block out this entire day, uh, we might fall behind on our watering. So this is where our time restrictions comes in real handy. Again, I'll jump back to the controller overview here and scroll down to our, our uh, time restrictions. But before that, I wanna remove our block day. Mm. So clear them all there and go ahead and save them. Yeah, and I'm glad you pointed out the uh, save them. I know that's sometimes a step a lot of people miss. They uh, uh, just hit the one button and don't save, and that's always a challenge uh, until you get in the habit. Correct. So I'll scroll down back here to our time restrictions and just do a quick demo on how easy it is to apply. So let's say, for instance, our we want to set up a restriction for our mow day. Uh, perhaps we just don't want, want one day not to water. Um, or just specific stations even. Uh, we can select from our calendar here, say for example, Monday for Monday night and our water window begins at 8 p.m. here until Tuesday at 6 a.m. when our water window ends. And this will block out just that night. So the benefit of this time restriction is that even though we're blocking that night before our mow day, our controller can still water Tuesday evening. So we're not blocking the entire day of Tuesday and allowing our controller to, a little extra time to, to water some stations on Tuesday. Right, because if you, and if you did this through block days, you would have had to have blocked Monday and Tuesday and you'd have Correct. two block days. And so you might be three days without water or four. Correct, correct, absolutely. And so we'll go ahead and block this and we can also select this to repeat and say we wanna repeat weekly on Monday. So every Monday night, this is gonna uh, restrict the time. And then this is uh, applies to, we can select controller or individual stations. You could go through here and just select maybe your turf stations. You only want your stations are actual turf because we don't need to block the watering on our, on our shrubs and trees because we're not mowing them, right? <laughs> So we can go ahead and click save. I just blocked a few extra there. And you can see here, the spaces that are applied to, give it a second to up, update the, the scheduler here. And now when we look down here at our clock, these stations that were restricted from this time, you'll see a time restriction, but it's still allowed to water outside that water window, right? And then we scroll down more, we'll see those other stations we selected uh, here's a restriction, so it's not going to water that morning, but you can see here in this evening after our mowing event, uh, the controller's allowed to water, so we're not losing that entire day. Yeah. Yeah, and that makes that, that makes a big difference, uh, especially uh, um, like you say, when it's hot, uh, you're not always playing the catch up, right? You want to keep uh, the replenishment of the uh, moisture in the soil uh, correct. You're not always playing catch up. And then, uh, especially in times of drought, we're not uh, having to uh, uh, take an extra day off be because of a um, uh, municipal restriction on a day. So I just want to remind everybody too, we do have the chat and the Q&A open. If you have some questions or uh, want to add some comments, uh, please uh, drop them in there. Absolutely. Thank you, Richard. Um, I'll just go ahead and add another one. And just for uh, 
reference, you know, one, one, a lot of our customers, we have several uh, school districts, colleges, municipalities, like you said, maybe they have a, a corporate center where they hold events and uh, especially like a lot of school districts um, work closely with a uh, local university out here. And uh, what they get is it before the month even begins, they get a monthly calendar of all the events. So they know exactly what's going to happen. Uh, maybe the graduation or some kind of parties going on and they want to make sure the water's not going to come on and ruin all the decorations, have people having to run for cover, right? So uh, we'll just put graduation here, for example. And uh, you can uh, implement these just the one time if that's what you need. Uh, for example, say uh, in September, Saturday the 11th, all day there's going to be event. I won't know, don't want any watering. They can go ahead and implement that. They can actually repeat this, as you can see here, uh, weekly, monthly, annually um, on September 11th, right? A little September 11th uh, celebration there. It'll block the entire day. And they won't have any watering. So now your, our, your customers, your clients are using our ET water system. Uh, can uh, just block this day out far ahead in the schedule. They implement it and they know that when that day comes around, the system's automatically going to stop watering on that on that landscape there. Yeah, I was thinking about, you know, uh, high school football season coming up. We practice in the afternoons, right? And then uh, play on Friday night or Saturday afternoon for some, but uh, mostly Friday nights. And so uh, uh, this is pretty easy to set up before the season for your practices and your games. And, uh, and you can just lay it all out uh, looking at one uh, uh, schedule of events. Absolutely, Richard. Yeah, uh, high school football is a great example, right? Uh, it's all turf. Maybe they have a, a larger uh, part of the campus. Maybe only they only want to prevent the watering on the actual field itself, but they might want the remain the rest of the landscape around uh, the field. You know, the the front entrance ways. Maybe they want those to continue watering. So, excellent way to the, to prevent just the watering on the specific areas you want. Yeah, so then Daniel, uh, how, how would you do this in managed groups, right? I, so I'm thinking uh, I'm, a, I'm a contractor in San Diego. I've got 100 jobs I'm managing uh, and I, uh, uh, I wanna apply something about uh, time restriction to all my zones because of a municipal uh, restriction. How, how do I do that? Yeah, very simple, Richard. So we would go back to our dashboard here and we have our station groups feature here go ahead and create a feature. And uh, just a reminder, we have two types of features, a smart group and a fixed group. So just for reference, the difference between the two and a smart group, um, you can both, both smart and fixed group, you can select the specific stations you want. Uh, a smart group uh, will always pull uh, those parameters that you put in place and group those stations anytime you wanna try and make a uh, change. So for example, if you have a group that's just your turf stations, and you go out and put this group in there, but then you go out and retrofit the zone, right? Maybe they pulled some turf out, put a, put shrubs in there, and then you reconfigure your station for shrubs. Um, now that station that has those shrubs will be removed from the group automatically. Uh, and vice versa, your fixed group, those stations that are put in that group, regardless of the changes you make uh, to landscape or sprinkler method or area, um, will remain in that group. So smart groups, uh, definitely a, a great feature there. And also uh, a smart group is a, feat, a group that's specific to the user. If I create a group, I'm the only user that's gonna see that specific smart group. Whereas a fixed group, uh, if you create a fixed group, uh, any user who has access to the site will see those fixed groups. 
right? So back to our how we use this to create a, a restriction for the group. So I'll go ahead and clear, uh, create a smart group and we'll just do a mode real simple. So all controllers, you can name this And I'm just going to put turf, right? So this is all my controllers, all my turf stations. Uh, maybe it's just an entire site. I want to make sure all my turf on this demo account site, maybe entire HOA or property. Um, and then I can even say, hey, I just want to do lawn stations only. So this will filter through all the stations. And this is just going to put any station that's uh, turf. You can see here, these are all labeled warm season grass or cool season grass. And I'm going to go ahead and create this group for this site. This is multiple jobs, multiple controllers. It is figuring this out for you. Correct. So whatever site or controller or um, uh, even across multiple sites, uh, it'll filter it for you based on the parameters you put in there. I can't imagine how much time that saves a contractor, right? From not having to go to each individual job and set this up individually and uh, to just be able to make changes to this group uh, for their restrictions uh, very easily. This is a huge time saver. Yeah, actually very, very huge time saver. Actually, we did a training with a, with a large contractor group and I asked the individual, um, how long does it take you to go out to your site? And this is a site with over 60 controllers and I said, how often are you actually going out there and adjusting your controller? He said, well, maybe once a month at best, you know? <laughs> and uh, so then I asked, well, how long does it take you to go out to each individual controller and manually adjust every station? And he said, it takes him about two hours per controller. Right. So you imagine how long it would take. By the time he got back to the last controller, he needs to go back to the, the first controller and reconfigure it uh, if you want to be as accurate and do these daily schedule updates as ET Water does. Well, it's really great to kind of see the evolution of these smart controllers, right? Originally, uh, you know, 12, 13 years ago, people used to say things like, well, I've got a smart controller. So uh, now if it's going to rain, I can just turn them all off with a couple of clicks. Uh, to today, we say, I have a smart controller. I have a Jane Unity smart controller. And uh, it's going to figure out how much rain is going to come in the next few days, how much of that rain is actually usable rainfall, and adjust my schedules based on what's coming. And that's a huge difference, right? Just within the smart controllers, that's, that's a big evolution. And now we're able to even take it a, a step further and we're able to say across all my controllers, um, I wanna make this adjustment, uh, huge time saver and uh, uh, huge uh, positive evolution for uh, smart controller technology. Absolutely, Richard. Uh, definitely just uh, one of the biggest things is making our customers' lives a little easier, our users' lives, uh, making them more efficient, you know, time, time is money as they always said, right? So uh, the less time they spend in front of the controller actually going out there and doing other stuff, uh, really big positive. And uh, one of the other things is that a lot of customers, you know, they're, they're kind of hesitant to release that freedom first to a smart controller, you know, but then when they don't have it, that's when they really, really realize uh, how big and uh, of a benefit and a time saver it is for them. Uh, but you can see here moving forward, uh, we selected all our turf zones. And if you scroll down here, we'll see all the turf zones, just the turf zones for each of these controllers. And here's a schedule for each one. So not only is this a beneficial feature, excuse me, um, to create a group, but also create a group and see how your specific stations are working. Um, so like this, for example, all my shrubs and trees and 
maybe suckling stations have been removed. So now I'm, now it's easier for me to take a view just at my turf, how it's, these schedules are watering. Yeah. Yeah, and I found, you know, when I was in the contracting business, almost everybody wants their uh, mo day on Thursday or Friday, right? They want things looking good before the weekend so they don't have to think, oh, I have to do that over the weekend. So uh, uh, this would be uh, really beneficial for, for a lot of people. Yes, definitely. So. Uh, since you said Thursday, Friday is your uh, Mo day, we'll just click on here on our select action box and scroll down and we will see here, add time restriction. And it's very similar, just identical to doing it at the controller level. Uh, we can put our Mo day restriction and say, hey, Thursdays is when we mow. So I'll begin this next Thursday. Actually, I'll begin it uh, so we can see on the display here, Monday for a Tuesday mow day. Well, it's interesting that uh, it wasn't letting you set a restriction for a time in the past. And I was really happy to see that, right? So uh, Correct. You, you had to go a day in the future to, to do this. That's great. Correct. So I'm going to select this all day box, uh, Monday the 26th till Tuesday the 27th. And I am going to put that, I do not want it to water from 8 p.m. when my water window begins to 6 a.m. when my water window ends. And select all stations. Uh, actually, so all the stations in this group are, are already pre-selected. And then I'm just gonna put to repeat weekly on Mondays. So every Monday I'm covered uh, for my Tuesday mow day. Continue there, and then we'll hit refresh, and something's not preventing us from watering. Uh, we have some block days in place, there we go. So we just need to remove this block day for Monday, and it should allow us to do it. So let's try a different day. Yeah, so this is uh, pretty, um, again, um, if you think about the number of zones you just changed in a short period of time, um, pretty, uh, pretty easy and pretty quick to do it. Correct. We probably should have removed all the block days first. I know we're getting that error report, but Daniel, we certainly get the point here, and uh, I, I think that looks great. And uh, uh, and, and I certainly do see this uh, the uh, ease. Now, of course, it's really easy for me to do this when I'm watching you do it. <laughs> and, uh, so fortunately, I can always go back and I can watch this video because we're going to store that uh, in the trainings. But uh, if people need some uh, additional help, Daniel, what, what do you suggest they do? Uh, first and foremost, we'd love for you guys to call into our customer care or shoot them an email. Um, one, we'd like to know who you are and where you're located so they can get you to the best uh, solution. You know, maybe we have a local representative in your area um, that can help you um, even on site perhaps, um, but definitely call customer care, uh, call your local sales rep uh, or call myself, you know, uh, uh, we can uh, provide uh, my information uh, to any of our, uh, any of our uh, attendees today. Uh, I'm always available. And uh, as well as everybody at our Jane Unity E2 water team, uh, everybody's very helpful. Yeah, which is great. And I really appreciate uh, your help and their help on this. Uh, and I will say, you know, anybody who's been using for our, our, our software for a little while now, uh, it's very intuitive. Uh, I think uh, most people will be able to 
point and click and, and, and get it right away. Uh, there just might be some, you know, more complicated uh, situations where they, they might need that help. But initially, I think they're going to be just fine. So, uh, Daniel, hey, I want to say thank you so much for doing this for us today. Uh, really informative. And uh, I can't wait to uh, start uh, working on some time restrictions on my own controller. So thank you for doing this. And thank you to all of you who tuned in today. We really appreciate uh, your time and your support. Hopefully you uh, uh, got some good uh, information out of this. Uh, remember, you can watch all our trainings at the JanesUSA.com website forward slash trainings. And you can also listen to us on uh, wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Uh, you know, we're on Google, uh, Apple, and Spotify podcasts, as well as iHeartRadio. So check us out there. And um, I hopefully we'll see you back here next week. And uh, Wednesday, we're going to be talking about Jane Logic and some uh, applications for the drought and how to manage and measure your water use using Jane Logic on uh, on Wednesday. And then uh, we're going to be talking about drip tape next Friday as well. So a lot of good uh, how-to knowledge next week. So thanks again, everybody. Appreciate it. Daniel, thank you. Thank you for having me. Okay. Uh, have a nice weekend and we'll see you all next week. Thank you.